Okay, so let's get this going. So um, today is February 10th, 2024. This is What's Popping. It is our first official going to be released on time podcast. There we go. Um, my name is Max. I run Butler Hip Hop and Rap Community. I am the president. I, I don't want to say the founder because people were already here doing what we're doing. So um, I just want to say I'm the person, I guess, that brought it all together and made sure that we're able to continue to have shows, have events, and have fun doing what we love doing. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to Levi, and he can tell us a little bit about himself. Yeah, so thank you, Max. I'm here with Max and DYT at the, at the venue on Main here in Butler. We got a show tonight, February 10th. Um, so come out if you can. I know you probably won't hear this before then, but in the future, every month we have a show here in Butler through Butler Hip Hop, and I'm eternally grateful to be part of this group. And a little bit about myself, I'm an artist here from, um, from South Butler, and now I live here in town and met Mex a few years ago here at one of the shows that I was doing through another group here in Butler. And it's, I guess you could say the rest has been history since then. We all got together and we've been making some noise around town, giving the kids and the young youth of Butler something to do that's positive and giving them an outlet for something that they love. So gotta support that you know i feel like you can't be mad at that so uh, i don't want to ramble on too long i'm sure we'll all get to get into our backstories and everything but uh, i'll pass it off here to dyt sly levy bringing it in with the facts and the rap how is everybody doing this is dyt with the butler hip-hop rap community with what's popping as said before i'll say it again i love saying it again this is the venue on Main of Butler, Pennsylvania, 16001. Past, present, future people listening to the podcast. Thank you for tuning your ears in. A little bit about myself. I've been uh, an artist through the Butler Hip Hop Rap community for the last several years. A home away from home. And you cannot spell community without unity. For you and I to see, for tomorrow for bright, opportunity. Simple as that. We give everyone a place to get away, a home away from home. Those who are struggling with problems, we're there for them with an open ear, open heart, and open mind, period. Hell yeah. I couldn't say that better myself. And uh, I really appreciate you guys being here today to help this, um, these dreams come to reality and keep on doing what we're doing because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without the either of you. Um, like Ryan said, he's like kind of like the right-hand man. He knows what the hell is going on behind the scenes and in front. So um, you, can't, you can't really um, do this kind of stuff alone. You need a team of people that are willing to buckle down and actually put one foot in front of the other and make sure that this shit actually happens because there's a lot of people that are interested in what we're doing and there's a lot of people that are bored out there and whenever the the right moment arises hopefully they will find out about us and they won't be bored anymore so um a little bit of little backstory about myself my uh well i was born in hawaii on a on a military base i'm a military brat and uh, my father fought in Desert Storm. That's about the time they, my parents split. My dad got remarried whenever he got back to the States. My mom, she got married, uh, I think, when I was in ninth grade. But, uh, you know, my dad was in the military until I was 10 years old. So I have this strict regimen of stuff that I have to do. You know, it's just the way we are. We carry ourselves a certain way. Because, like, people join the Army. I was, like, born into the Army. So I act exactly like uh, someone that's trying to get recruited. It's it's weird. Um, we got we got ethics, morals, and uh, just a way of doing things. And we can't really deviate from the plan. Because once something's working, why reinvent the wheel? Um, so the way I ended up here in, in Butler, Pennsylvania, is my stepmom. She's from Mars. And... 
Uh, her family moved here, I, I think, almost straight off the Mayflower. So they've been here in this area for hundreds of years. Um, they actually started, uh, I think, Shaler and Richland Township. So that's pretty cool. If you get into this book, it's called Old West Metal Sex. It'll tell you all about them. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to say about my family because, oops, kind of spit there. I don't have anything else to say about my family because I don't really live with any of them other than my dad and my stepmom and my brothers. But uh, they all moved 10 years ago and I haven't seen really any of them too much. But uh, that's that's kind of why Butler Hip Hop is, is important because it gives me something to do um, other than cars because that costs a lot of money and I don't have as much money as I wish I did. So I'm sure everybody understands that. Um, I have a daughter, she's 16. We have another baby on the way. And um, I think that that's a good, easy, soft introduction. Go ahead, Levi. Mech slash local legend. He didn't mention that part. So oh, yeah, no. so oh. yeah, yeah, you forgot about that part. So no, like that's, I'm not trying to kiss ass. I'm just, but for real, like the, what is what we got going on here in Butler is like a real, movement and Mex really got he doesn't want to say he was a founder but he was a founder because there were some sporadic shows around here there was interest in people wanting to do this type of stuff but no one was actually stepping up and like putting in the work so that's definitely one thing I admire about you is that like you're a man of action even whenever we talked about this a little bit the other day but like uh, like when I was a kid, never wanted to go to hockey practice, but then every time I'm coming home, I'm like, I'm glad I did. And I feel like you exemplify that, you know, in the hip hop group, like even whenever it's not easy, you guys get out there and you do it. You know what I mean? So like you're there early for the shows to set up, you're there after, you're there for the ciphers, you're there to clean up trash. Like these are all things that like everyone knows goes on, but like aren't even myself, like I'm... I, like I'm just as guilty like everyone's not as involved as they should be and like I think like just everyone should take steps to incorporate themselves in what's going on here so like I don't want to ramble too much about it but like this is the best thing going on around here anywhere around here really local local and surrounding areas there's nothing really comparable to what's going on at Butler Hip Hop uh, real support you come you do your set for some people that are actually engaged and understanding and like gonna talk to you after give you some feedback and like actually care about what you're doing that's the coolest thing to me I think we kind of touched on that the other day too was about like it's cool when someone says I like your music but it's even cooler whenever they're like now I want to make music that's that's cool to yes, me yes, you know yes, what I mean yes. so Yes, most definitely. Um, go ahead. Um, to give a little back backstory about like, well, you're, you you've always been here, Ryan. I've DYT. been throughout Butler most of my life. Uh, my family kind of moved uh, quite a lot whenever I was younger, especially before I was born. Um, four brothers, not a huge family, not a small family, and um, a little bit about myself. I like being personal with people. And I do enjoy checking in and seeing how they're doing because life can be hard and um, calling myself anywhere near perfect would be probably the worst thing I could say in regards to myself, not even just egotistical because there are days I don't want to do anything or I don't want to get out of bed. Let's, let's all be honest. Mental health is important. Feeling okay is important. And the reassurance of knowing that things are and can will be okay are important to everyone. Men, women, children, the list goes on. Animals, again, the list goes on without rambling. So whenever I have not been there beside Max's side, whenever he's rapping or freestyling, I do feel bad, unfortunately. There are, just, there are good days, there are bad days. The thing is that you try a lot harder the next day, and even with minor things, it's a goal. Be, be grateful you did it, be grateful you tried, even if you wind up failing and you maybe didn't get to do what you had in mind, but there's always room for improvement. Most definitely, especially like uh, our first attempt to do the podcast, we, we had some feedback. The second one, we tried to mimic the, f the first one, and then it just sounds forced. So this one sounds organic, it feels organic, it feels right. Um, and you know, 
a lot of the things uh, is just to continue. Like for me, I don't, I have some stuff to do at home, but then I get bored. Uh, so for me, I just need to actually kind of be out there. I need to be doing stuff uh, engaged in a way. I guess that's, that's what happens. Like, so I'm 37 now. Uh, the, when I started this, uh, it was like, when, when you turn 33, it's, 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 they say that's the year of enlightenment. So that's like what that number means. If you're into numerology or anything like that, Zodiac type stuff, um, that there's going to be something that's going to happen that you are going to do at 33 that will change your life, everybody's life, uh, for better or for poor, you pick which way it goes. So, you know, I was down and out and, and just figured I need, I need, uh, to do something to kind of like, so I got I, my daughter's at the time, you know, she's 12 or, uh, yeah, I think 12 and, uh, she, she's going to get to the age soon where she wants to date and she wants to, she's interested in boys, right? Well, she needs to understand what a man is, how a man carries himself in like what, what you're looking for in a man. So it takes a man to step up and show their, their, their daughter, um, what qualities and what it really takes. You know, we put, I, I put the Butler hip hop music, the Butler hip hop scene on my back and, and Carrie did. It doesn't matter about how much time or money and, or, or any of that kind of stuff in the end. What matters is Ryan's mom coming up to me and telling me, thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, uh, after Sugar Shane passed away, it, his mom coming and telling me, you know, my son loved that he was able to perform for you and that you were able to make an impact on on him and in his life even though it was you know he had his own demons so um even even luca's mom said the same thing and that's that's really what keeps what keeps it going because i remember there's a time where i thought i should probably just just step off the deep end and just die you know it led to make it to be real to be real about it and uh you know my dad found me and you know that that kind of jacked him up and you, you know we've talked about it it's been 20 years but um to know that i almost put myself out of the game when there's so so much more that could have been done instead of extinguishing that flame earlier so it's it's a good thing that he called, he called that ambulance, and I got in the back of that. So, you know, damn, bro. Yeah, to follow up on what you guys are saying, like, this is why it's so important for us to have this too, because like I can relate to what both of you guys are saying. You know, I have my severe bouts with like, ah, fuck it. You know, like I don't like just I don't want to do stuff, and then to the extreme of what you were mentioning, you know, to the point of getting like not to get too personal, like, get 302 type shit, you know, like, and, like, uh, so that's where, like, I think that having this outlet, I've said this to you multiple times, and so I know I sound a little bit redundant, but having the outlet to do something, like, truly, from my perspective, like, I felt like this is what I'm meant to do from, like, a young age, and I love doing it, but there was no way to do it. There's no way. It's impossible. It felt like the worst torture in the world for like, and that's before all this really started moving was when I was kind of in that place when I was like in college and like just fucking up, dude, you know, like put it straight up, you know, it's fucking up. And I'm not saying I'm not fucking up now, but like it was just, I was down and out and like this came along and it was like, okay, like, there's other, I was right, there is other people that love this shit, there is a reason to do this, like, there's value in it, other people love this too, not that you should just validate yourself through other people, but it does feel fucking good to have a community, you know what I mean, like, it's not all about, like, oh, like, I don't want people to kiss my ass, I, I want to be friends with you guys, right, you know, that's right. what I feel like we actually have here and it's cool when new people come in too because they get to experience it and they see us all dapping each other up actually being appreciative and they're like 
this is what I've been looking for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone has that feeling inside, whether it's rap music or anything else, just some sense of belonging. You know, everyone wants to belong. Yes. In that's, some that's capacity. Yeah. You know? That's how I, so. To be able to self-express, express how you're feeling, what's on your mind. Overall health and development is so important in everyone's life, especially the youth's lives. Nowadays, I don't think it should really go off topic any further than that sentence alone, that being able to express and like freely talk about, well, I'm upset. Explain why you're upset. I'm having a bad day. Well, why are you having a bad day? And break that down and figure out who, what, when, where, how, why. And if you're going to let it keep impacting you for the rest of your day and or the rest of your life, I've been through a lot of hardships personally, you know, can't won't get on here, but you know, everybody out there listening, just think about some of the hardest things you've gone through. You've made it through those. You can make it through others. It can be hell and back hell and high water on one day. The next day can be better. So but the whole reason why we're doing what we're doing is for those who feel like who can't express themselves, who are having a hard time expressing themselves at home, at school, anywhere and everywhere, and this is a home away from home. Open-minded, open heart, open arms, because this is what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I couldn't, couldn't say that any better. My, my middle brother, uh, he, he had this thing on his Facebook or whatever way back in the day because he doesn't have Facebook anymore but it said uh, in in the dark in the darkness be the light you know or if there isn't one become one so, or something like that so that's kind of like kind of like where I got my line from yeah. for, for you Sly and like kind of like what the idea is behind that there's you know we're we're we are immersed in a world of words full of people that are not necessarily capable of completing their thoughts, completing their sentences. Either they're stuck trying to impress by how much, can we say lingo? I don't, whatever that, whatever it is, however, but in the end of the day, you're like, I don't even understand what the hell you're even saying to me. So, um, I like, I like the fact that we can actually have, um, an intellectual conversation and be able to express and, and, and get our points across and actually be able to make you, have you understand where I'm coming from. So that's, that's what the podcast is primarily about is, you know, my life and my point of view is totally different than, than DYTs and, and different than slides i don't know how much different it is than slides because we have there's those dia van diagrams there's we oh, have yeah. the overlying thoughts but then there's a way that we believe differently and and coming to coming to the rationalization that we can actually disagree and agree and then still go on and do what we are doing without trying to change each other because i mean what if i see what if what if it is like what you're saying is um is true and I'm too stubborn to admit it. I have to now go along and fight and argue with myself to be able to realize, you know, what he's saying is right and I got to own it. I got to own it and, and be real about things. And that's what it is to be real with people, you know, like, oh man, I, I shouldn't, have, shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Um, let's, let's wait for cooler heads to prevail and, and talk like adults and get, get the ball rolling again because it's easier to do um, any of this Butler hip hop stuff with more than just me. I don't really do any of the music or the lyrics. I just put it all together. So I can't, I can't be a jackass if I'm trying to make, make this happen. I'm kind of, but well, no, but what you're saying though, that's what family is. That's right. what community, if you're right. truly close to, that's what real friendship is too, you know, but like beyond just being friends with someone, it is family. Like to me, like, and like you said, it's a home away from home for so many people. Like, so if you're real friends with someone or your brother is doing something and you disagree, you, we disagree, you know, I'm not going to get too far into it, but my own family, like, 
I disagree with them very strongly sometimes. Mm -hmm. They disagree with me very strongly sometimes, and rightfully so. And then we all come together and we get along again. Because like you said, that's how you be real with people is you actually flesh out or flush out whatever it is, the, the discrepancy and talk about where you disagree. And then you actually come to find through the conversation all the stuff you agree on. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because like, right. like you said, like we didn't always get along. I don't always get along with other people. Like it's documented. Like I've dissed people, you right. know, and stuff. But like, and I feel foolish later sometimes because I'm like, oh, that was kind of petty and stuff like that. But like, that's how you become a better person. You know, like you make mistakes, you disagree with people, you talk it out, and then you get older and you learn. You right. know, that's right. all you can do. I, I think a lot of it, since we're men, is uh, trying to find out where they stand. Are they an alpha, a beta, some other thing? I think there is some weird, like, psycho like subconscious stuff that goes on with that for sure, too. Women, too, they have their own thing. But definitely with men, like, it's, I think that is part of it. Like, the puff your chest out a little bit and then... You know, I just said this at work to the other day. I was like, sometimes that's just how guys are. Like, they just got to run run the twos real quick, you know, right. th throw hands for a minute. Right. And then uh, they'll chill and play Madden together. And, yeah. And, <laughs> whatever, and that is actually like, exactly how guys are. Yeah. For whatever reason. I'm not, I don't know. I was, um, I always try to stop before I have to get to the, to the hands part. Yeah. But... I think it's better because uh, because so, uh, DYT would be good at this, good at cutting people down and and being able to like, because he's so with Clever. the freestyle, yeah. he's so quick with yeah. what he wants to say and you're just like, oh, oh. but you don't, I, you can tell like, because I know him so much, he's not going to, he's just saying it to me. He's not being, he's right, mean right. it to me. You know, we're just freestyling. We're just having fun. So that's what's, that's what these motherfuckers don't understand. Wait till you meet someone that outsmarts the fuck out of you, yeah. and you're over here looking like a deer in the headlights. I'm just so quiet when I'm quiet. I don't know how to shut the hell up. That's the thing. So me being quiet is like, is he actually being quiet? He must be thinking. What's he thinking about? Shh, shh. You hear that? He's thinking. Right. Right. He's, 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 he's thinking. We think, went nonverbal. One of the nonverbal. I think he's like in a stone stupor. Something's going on behind those eyes. Hello. Hold on. Let me keep finishing brushing my hair. I can see in his dead doe-like eyes that look like magnifying glasses. All right. Now that I've finished my hairline. All right. Is he okay? He's still thinking. Um, being able to admit when you're wrong and open to express your feelings appropriately right time right place but you know honestly sometimes there isn't a right place or a right time to bring it up don't throw across the room this is a funeral and shout i'm pregnant don't do that maybe not the right time to do that in my opinion can i say from personal experience no but hey imagination runs wild when you have the uh, checkered flag anywho so saying that you care about someone saying that you're there for them when times are hard you got a lot of crap going on okay you know maybe sometimes you can't be that be there for them all right but when they're there for you you got to remember who was there for you when others were not when you were down and out when you were ready to walk off that cliff so to speak when you were just gonna say you know the hell with it you know fine line and a silver bullet later metaphorically um, unless you're a werewolf, don't mean to offend the werewolves, but I've, I, um, was never this open and talkative at all through my whole life. Like genuinely thought I had Asperger's as a kid cause I couldn't take a joke. My parents were concerned. And then I hit my teenage years like, ah, he's all right. Now he won't shut the hell up. Right. <laughs> always, always trying to crack a joke, make someone laugh. Cause that's how my dad always handled it. Comic relief. Right. I never, yeah. never understood why he would always BS and run his mouth off with people, and it's it's a good trait to have. You get to figure out who people are. Yep. yep. You get to figure out their body language, picking up on social cues that might not be that familiar. Reading the room before walking in the room, the vibe, everything, all that and more is just like important, and it's a it's like a hidden gift nowadays because like, you know. Let's just be honest, technology has evolved so far and so much 
that seven, eight-year-olds have the newest iPhone in their hand. Right. And it's, it's breaking down the barriers of proper and effective communication, yep. expression. Yep. They can learn a lot throughout the day, just keep them off the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of border that up appropriately. And it's like, and this is what you need to learn. Please close that tab. They mean to keep that open, close that tab kind of deal. <laughs> no more. Speaking of the, uh, what I wanted to say earlier is the main thing is I want to be able to be the rock. I don't want to be the rock in the hard place. I just want to be the rock that, how does that, how does The it rock work? when you're in a hard the, place. The, <laughs> a, a rock. Something like that. I can't even remember I, how the saying goes. That's not, I feel like an idiot. I'm not sure. What um, you, you, go ahead. Like the the it, like what when it all comes down to it. What when you need something? I want to be like the like I said the foundation. Be able to be there. Be I guess it is the rock and at the rock at the hearts. I don't fucking know. I can't think of it. Um, but that's that's. It doesn't matter. You know if. Like the other day, um, I go to the cipher. I was asked, "Can can we have a cipher?" So I go, and then uh, I, I don't want to call him out or anything, but he's not able to show up. And I'm like, "I'll just do it by myself." Because what if he what if he does show up? What if something happened? What if he got ran over? Uh, and August is like, "You should you should say something." And I'm like, "You know, I could." Ever, you know, most people probably expect me to say something, but I'm like, you know, he's going through something and he's having a hard enough time as it is. So we, and then he's like, yeah, my, my landlord kicked me out. <laughs> so, and, and that's why I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't know what the hell is going on with everybody. So there's no reason to be mean and be like, what the fuck? Right. But, uh, you know, I just want to be able to be, uh, be able to be there. You know, whenever the fuck I can, I want to be what weathers the storm. You know, there's a better, better thing to say of weather the storm. Whether when you're in the storm, just know, you know, Mex is there. That this is going on. Like there's something out there. Like because you're right, you can't personally be rescuing everyone because right. everyone has their. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I would never want you to feel like pressure in that way. Like, I'm sure you do because you are a great guy. You know what I mean? And great. That's another thing with guys. We all kind of have a little bit of a hero complex, you know, type. Maybe I'm just speaking, I don't know, personally. But uh, like, so it's not on your shoulders to go rescue everyone, but to have the safe space where when they are able to, when they get the day that they're feeling a little more. I, I think I want to interact with people today. Mm-hmm. They have somewhere to go. Right. You know, it's, it's not just like, oh, I feel good today, and then it's wasted. They right. can actually execute on that, and then you build on it. Like you said, one day you're feeling terrible. The next day you might feel a little better. The days that you're feeling a little better, try to, like you said, put some actions down, and then you can use them as building blocks you yes. know, to get back yes. in that better space. Yes, like, yes exactly. I think... Yeah, and we can see that that's happening, you know, because there's no there's no pressure. There's no pressure to get on the stage here. There's no, we're not gonna we're not gonna ridicule you. We just want you to feel welcome, and that's why we put the community in the title. Because really, um, when the little kids that want to perform perform, we could just we could just call it an eye right there. That's really what I'm really what it's about is making sure we can reach the younger generations that they can do what they're what they love. Because, you know, like my age, I already kind of screwed it up. I, I, I shouldn't be looking to uh, take up all of everybody's um, time to be like, hey, look at me doing my shit. Because um, really, it's the little kids. They, they're still pure at heart and expect adults to smile at them. So, uh, And they want to see people having fun. Kids want to have fun, you know. Yep, so, like, yep, when they see their yep. parents having fun... And engaging, like I said, dapping each other up at the shows, like everyone's having a good time. Kids can relax, you know, it's a safe space. It's not like we're doing, like, nothing crazy is going on here. Like, maybe there's some cuss words, like, disclaimer there, you know, but like, (laughs) you know, they're on YouTube all day anyway. Your kids have heard these words, you know, like. (laughs) Well, and what I say is if the uh, parent, if the parent is bringing them here, 
Yeah. They're, it's on them. It's not on me. So, I mean, I'm already sure that they're listening to the same music. Right. You know? And like, like you said, too, and then I'll quit talking because I know I'm rambling a little bit. But, like, it is so cool to see, like, the influence on the younger generation, too. Because what we're, we're going on, what, four? We just hit four years yep. for Butler Hip Hop recently here. So, my... I don't want to bring up too much of, like, my family, but my nephew would have been about nine when we started this, and now he's getting into, like, his... He's getting to the age where he can actually, like, understand what's going on, and, like, he's getting into rap music, and, like, every time I'm around him, he, he's rapping for me there and stuff. Go. And it's, there like, it's kind of cool, you know? He had me come to his special friend day and, like, introduce me as, like, a rapper and stuff, and all his friends are, like oh my God, can I follow your YouTube and can I have your autograph? Which actually there's a side story that they actually was kind of got a weird comment on my YouTube that I was like, this has to be from one of the kids in his class. Like, anyway, <laughs> that was a random sidebar. But it's cool to see like my nephew, my niece, like appreciate it and be like, that's cool. You they've know? Come, they've come. Yeah, and, and like you, yeah. when I see them, they like, they call me like sly and stuff it's weird but it's like it's cool you know it's become real life you know right, right. all the people that say they want to do it it's like you're not just do it right you're not a rapper if you don't come get on stage at least once try it out right. get you got to get your foot in the door and then you, that's how you get better at anything like right. we said before like you can't build the whole car at once you know you got to start with something and then build on it and that's the only way to get better at anything podcasting included i'm sure i'll get better and quit rambling but <laughs> i think we'll all get better yeah. the uh let's kind of segue more into the what's to the what's popping kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. um so the popping part is the popular so we're what's popular to us not you not you guys because i'm i like aliens ufos ghosts um, any kind of weird kind of fringe story, not French, fringe. I think I said that right. So, I mean, French, French people are okay. They got French toast. Sitting right here. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought, I thought you were German. I'm French and German. Oh man. Now we understand what's wrong. What's right. Oh. With <laughs> um, so so, like, a little bit of my stuff that I like to talk about, what I really enjoy is Ancient Aliens, um, because something, I keep, like, kissing my teeth or whatever that is, Some, something, something happened a long time ago that no one really knows the truth about. Some of it is kind of in the Bible, some of it is kind of in some other ancient text, but they all kind of the same story. The Aborigines, they the Australian Aborigines, they kind of talk about the, the same kind of things. Right. So I kind of got interested in trying to figure out, like, how is it that all of these civilizations from different times have the same stories? And it has taken like 15, 15 years up of my life. If I'm not doing cars or music, that's that's kind of what I'm getting into is like uh, a good show to watch is the Y files. They get into a lot of strange and mysterious stuff. Even Mr. Ballin. Mr. Ballin's a good one really into David Politis and Missing 411. So that's the strange and mysterious David Politis stuff or Mr. Bond stuff. Sorry, I said his tag wrong. But, um, but where we live, where we live right here in the, what they call the Great Lakes uh, corridor section, uh, there's a huge amount of UFOs, um, Bigfoot, and the missing 401 it's it's kind of like the hot spot the and it's old as, as hell here so yeah for sure there could be like the ghosts and stuff august and i did the, the the uh what is it the ghost walk right here in butler and they told us about all the haunted places and about the tom mohawk guy that got hung and you can if you go by the courthouse you can hear him at night and stuff or there's a guy uh, one block from where we're at right now <clears throat> that he um, was tortured downstairs by like a, a, by another guy that assumed his life but the the local people knew 
like that's you're not that guy you, you know what wait I mean? so he pretend he like would captured this guy and then was pretending to be yeah, him so it was like a, this <laughs> guy was like a he was like a close uh it's not a dry a dryer laundry dryer dryer laundry where you take your clothes laundry it's a laundry it's like a laundry mat yeah but i think at the time it was more for like the suits and stuff oh, this is like okay. the turn of the millennia or no, not the millennia, because that would be a 2000, the turn of the last century. So like a cleaner. He's a cleaner. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a cleaner. He's a, an Asian guy. Uh, that's what they said. That's what the guy from the historic society said. He's an Asian guy. And somebody killed him down. So in, right here in Main Street, there's an there's a underground tunnel that goes it's the whole length of Main Street. And they used to use it back in the day so that... Um, when it was raining or snowing up here, they would close the shops up on the top, on the outside, and all of the storefronts would be open underground. What? So that you could, yeah, this is a true story. That's wild. There's, there's tunnels and stuff all under, all under our feet right now. So you can get from one store to the next door to the next door all underground from where we're at. And it's kind of like a typical thing. So... Another kind of uh, strange, mysterious thing, uh, you can listen to this lady. She says that uh, this was the nation of Tataria, which was destroyed back in the day by a mud flood. And uh, it, part of it is kind of like in the Bible, I, I believe. Um, I want to say that's where Saul, who, the guy that was originally, that became Paul. He was uh, killed all the Christians. or Yeah, I believe that's how it goes. He was a... I can't remember what the word is, but he, um, he, I believe was from Tataria. So anyways, something happened. They, something happened. Everything got flooded. So what this lady is saying, and she's from Slatesburg, PA, which is like kind of in the middle of the state that all of these buildings were already built. So ironically right now where we're at, this lady, her grandparents took all these pictures of all these old. So that's, that's straight from the lady that owns here, that owns this building, she said her grandfather took these pictures, but those buildings were already here. Hmm. So in 1800s, when when did they build the courthouse? You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those pictures are like from so like Butler's a lot older than we think is what you're saying. So that's what she, that's what this lady on from Slatesburg says is like, okay, so this mud flood came in and destroyed and flooded like maybe the first 20 feet of the real foundation of where we're at and you'll find these windows that are uh, they're full windows but they're half underground will when we when we leave here I'll show you what we're talking about yeah. so you guys can look into this so those are kinds of the I don't want to keep on going about my stuff because I'll just keep going no that's interesting but um, but all of that stuff somehow can all relate to there was something going on a long time ago something happened we don't know why is it that we are like a species with amnesia or they slowly change the text over time which we see in modern day with the propaganda that we're living through um, because why why do they not want us to hear the interview with Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin they didn't even say anything crazy the first hour was like Vladimir Putin just telling us the story of why Russia's Russia. So two hours, one hour is that. It's just weird. But um, either of you guys can say what you guys are more into. Mole people. Mole people. <laughs> mole people. You, like. Um, Jokes included and aside, mole people. You, you like the uh, Jules Verne, like a Vernian, like you're like a like a Jules Vernian's journey to the center of the earth kind of person? Something, something like that. I don't know because, yeah, planning ahead is really cool. And, you know, then people nowadays, you know, they're taking kind of the world shit too seriously, which I guess you can never be too sure. Um, that's really fascinating because I had no idea any any of that was even, like, here beneath our feet, like, modern day in existence because... Dude, that would be so freaking handy for a zombie apocalypse off oh, yeah. topic, oh, like yeah. going underground. It's like, come follow me. Go down this shaft. Huh, you said shaft. No, seriously, come down here. There's a zombie apocalypse. Well, and just 
know where everything is. You know that the original Not the Living Dead was filmed just right down the street on 68? Mm -hmm. So you can go down 68, get to, um, it's called Spawn, S-P-H-A-N. So if you're traveling to west, you make a left and you go down this road and when you're when you're down there it's creepy it's creepy it makes you feel like you're it, around the zombies being watched by something that's not the darkness it better right. be a zombie it's right. not a zombie right right so just mole people i'm just gonna shoot out there mole people just mole people just mole so, people. so so what's weird is um there is a place in iran or iraq i can't I can't exactly remember which country, and I want to say it's called Marenjadaro, but I don't think that's what it's called. But it is a, um, it is like a, imagine a whole city built underground, multiple levels, and they haven't found the end of it. But they say that ant people built this place, and that when whatever happened, you know, like a comet came and hit the earth or whatever. They said that the, the whole civilization from that area went and lived inside those tunnels. And so those tunnels though were already there. That's, it's like, but they don't know who built them, but there's, so there's no like piles of rock outside. There's no like evidence that you're walking. Um, I can't remember what the name of the word is, but it's, it's, rocks that have been broken that have been broken from people breaking them it's almost like shale that might even be the word for it but it's, i don't think it is but there's no evidence of that like no sediment or something no evidence or of any kind like of like break of breaking bigger rocks into smaller rocks and dis discarding them so uh all kinds of weird stuff like that goes on around around the world and we just really don't know yeah that's definitely strange like i don't know too much about like the mole people side i'm definitely interested in a lot of the stuff you mentioned like i don't know i'm not super educated on a lot of it but i feel like some of this stuff is experiential too it's very subjective like uh aliens i'm definitely interested in uh like ghosts i guess to a degree I'm very much into like the psychological side of it too, like the different explanations for stuff. Like, uh, I guess one story I could bring up, like this is kind of an interesting one, but like uh, we were all doing shrooms <laughs> down by Forty Foot, and I know you know where that is, mm -hmm. and like we're up on the cliff actually, right? And three of us, I won't mention any names, did some shroom tea, and then we're like hanging out, and we look up. And you know that place. Like, there's right. nothing around. Nope. Like, way up in the sky, three, like, look like light bulbs. Like, just, you could just see very shiny, like, three of them. And we all see it and just kind of, like, look at it. And we're just kind of, like, confused. Didn't really say anything. And then, like, it kind of just disappeared. It looked like giant, like, football stadium lights, like, way up there. But out of nowhere. And it was the middle of the day. Not middle of the day. We're not just tripping in the middle of the day. But, uh and then I like we're all kind of looked at each other like, did you see that? And they're like, yeah. And then I was like, so the only two explanations for me from like a psychology perspective is like either we did just see like some type of UFO or something or which might even be weirder than I bring this up to people is that we could have just all group hallucinated that and all just hallucinated the same thing, which is even weirder, to be honest, that your minds can just like synchronize and all hallucinate in the same way. And then another weird alien like theory that I kind of had was like, what if, this is going to sound out there, like aliens had some ability to know when someone is in that state of mind, they're tripping. They can see, oh, those people are tripping. I'm safe to expose myself to them because even if they tell someone that they saw me, whenever they tell them that they were tripping, no one's going to believe them. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and that goes to um, with what uh, man what is the guy's name he does the DMT um, he has the books and shit about it I cannot remember what his name is right now but he uh, the man I wish I could remember what his name is he went on he so this this guy goes on trips 
to uh, try DMT with different civilizations, different cultures, to see how it is where they do it. Is it just DMT? Or? Just DMT okay. or ayahuasca. Hamilton Morris? No. no. Uh, okay. Um, I know he does something similar where he like goes and tr- it's not just DMT, but he'll try like the cultural drug experience. But he's like a chemist and he talks about like all that side of it too, like the cultural, spiritual tripping side of it, but then also like the ke- chemical compounds of it and stuff. Uh, keep talking a little bit while I look. See, it's really funny that you mentioned that because let's all be honest, those who have dabbled and have uh, smoked a big fat mean green jay or blunt whatever you prefer or any kind of hallucinogenic okay absent any kind of like strong hallucinogenic see i'll just just straight from the dome pothead through and through a drink here and there but nothing but get me so messed up beyond comprehension the walls start moving except that one time irrelevant um this is whenever this was actually oh maybe four years ago and I just got done hitting a really mean, really green one, just freshly packed ball. Um, <clears throat> your discretion is advised. So um, I step outside. I'm sitting on the porch. Uh, the ex and I at the time were going to go to a family game night. And I'm looking up at the sky. And I just, you know, just kind of liking, liking the view. It's nice and dark. There's a few stars. And I see something moving left to right. Left. To right, I'm thinking that's not a plane. The planes aren't just moving left to right, back and forth, same spot. It's moving up and down. It's moving left to right, and I'm sitting there thinking, "There's no way I'm that high. There's no freaking way." And I'm, I'm like, "Honey, honey, come here. You really need to see this." It's like, "What?" I'm like, "Just look real quick. You see that thing moving? Kind of want to shout and wave at it. Like, don't you dare do it." I'm like, "Oh, come on, be a cool story. I got abducted. I somehow made it out of the secret uh, <clears throat> circumstances or whatever. You know, I really contemplated for a good ten minutes just." seeing if I could get the attention of whatever that was because again it's just no ordinary plane will be moving left to right back at the same point and like freaking moving across the sky like that and again I was pretty but not that not that high to imagine that so so it's Graham Hancock Graham Hancock says that he went to Mexico like the actual country of Mexico and was doing ayahuasca or whatever the de- whatever concoction they had there, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but he um, said that only after like two hours and they're fully into the experience of ayahuasca did the spiritual guides ask him, hey, do you want to meet the Mayans? Do you, do you want to meet them? They'll come out. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, we, let me meet them. And he said that well, when are they going to get here or something like to that effect? And the guy looks at him and goes, They're, they've been here the whole time. And as soon as he turns around to look into the forest, they step out from basically behind the trees. Yeah, so back in, back in 2012, 2011, uh, during Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, they used to have this Adult Swim... Uh, it would just say like Adult Swim or it would be like how they're going to sh- show you that it's Adult Swim time. And one of them was these Navy SEALs coming up out of the water, right? Well, actually, no, that's a different one. So this one is they're, the Navy SEALs are like in the woods, but they start to move, right? And the way they start to move, it pixelates, right? And that's kind of what I imagine because they're all in their green the, shit and their guns and they just like kind of are when you first see it you know that that's like Navy SEALs or whatever but they break away to let you know like they're not part of what they're in and then it says Adult Swim it is exactly what I imagine him to be talking like about the illusion is breaking like you're they're breaking seeing the, through the breaking the veil yeah because like, you ever hear about the first uh, night vision goggles that were invented during Vietnam? So these, they were red starlight goggles and they, they put them on and they said that the soldiers were seeing demons. So seeing, and, and like they would wave at the demon, the demon would wave right. back. So they've actually recalled all of those red lens 
Is that um, why they're all green now? That's why they're all green now. Because really? that red lens opens the veil or whatever. But that, that right there goes right into like thinking about extra dimensional kind of things. Like we're living in the 3D world. We kind of understand that. But we're like almost more like in the fourth D world because of time. The fourth dimension because of time. But um, uh, someone that's more like a physicist would say that no. We're, that's just us trying to understand dimensions. Mm -hmm. But like someone in the fourth dimension would be omnipresent they would be they would be omniscient as well because uh, they the best thing they say is like when you are in a 2d world you, and you have a 3d ball it's just that ball starting out from a dot getting as big as it gets in the center to small so they're like well how do you how can you represent that in the 3d world and it's like being able to adjust the size of that ball you have control over time and space i guess is what they're trying to trying to let us know so that that gets into like the whole spirituality thing where they really are demons and stuff of a different dimension are they are they able to i don't i don't know i don't know what but are they are they only here or can they transcend uh, different dimensions or transcend time or whatever the hell but um, bringing up the idea that we're being too fucked up to to say that we saw something and people believe us that's that's, what, like that's that. what I mean I was like who knows like I don't I've never heard someone like propose that idea I'm sure someone has but like I was like that kind of makes sense though if it, why couldn't an alien have, like, I don't know what the technology, it's going to sound stupid, whatever thing I come up with, like, well, let's say, like, goggles or radar or something, and it's like, oh, those, this little spot is a safe spot because, one, there's no one else around, there was no one else around, those three people are actively in a mindset somehow it can like pick up the frequency or something and it's like okay i can show myself or on the other hand if it's not i feel safe exposing myself to this person it could be like when you do those types of drugs you get access to the other dimension in some glimpse like doing that made us able to see that Maybe it was there the whole time. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you said. So I don't know. It could. It's all theoretical, obviously. Right. Right. <laughs> With the power of thought, possibility of it actually being an actuality, the power of manifesting. Um, they say you cannot create or destroy energy. So where exactly does it come from? When they go into this, actually something like along the lines of like Greek readings, because like just my mind just like one day just, and you know the rest is history. Um, that everything around us is matter and um, grand things are like physically solid in front of us but they're not actually physically solid Correct. all the time matter is constant it can be broken down and recreated into something else same thing with energy you can't destroy it, you can't create it all that crap da 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 so um, within the lines of like being able to hear feel smell the five basic senses all human beings are supposed to have, Grant, I didn't just list five, I listed like three or four, but all the senses that we all, most of us all have, um, and then the power of intuition, the feeling of like something just isn't right, something is wrong, I've like expressed that to you, like mm -hmm. to step into a place like something is like wrong. Um, I'll give a really good description to everyone listening right now. If you've ever, especially whenever you're young, children are really susceptible to like, hey, I see something in a corner. It might be my imaginary friend. I think it's a ghost. A lot of kids can either have an active imagination, but you never quite know. They might just be seeing something because they haven't grown up yet. Um, their imagination is still fully intact and they think it's real and it very well could be and there's nothing wrong with that those gifts, the spiritual gifts that we've had since birth that we still do have, we just don't acknowledge it to this day because it's been labeled as taboo, we've forgotten about it. So 
if you've ever immersed yourself in a dark room, completely dark, silent, no noise, no one else around you but you, and feel the dark around you, like literally feel it on your skin around you, hear it in your ears. That is the best way I myself personally can express going into a room with no one in it and be able to sense something off with it, like feel the electricity around, um, even a vibe off a person whose intentions are not pure of heart. There's just something wrong with them and you can't quite tell they're in a bad mood. They're not someone you want to be around. The list goes on. The vibe, the feeling of one's emission of energy as, you know, without continuing on work. Well, the one thing that you're saying about the children, uh, that goes right back to the study of the pineal gland. Pineal gland, you know, most adults is crystallized because of whatever food we eat. And once it's crystallized or has like a calcium crystal over the top of it, it no longer like... Um, allows your third eye to be used and that actually used to be a sense we used to have we used to have more than the five senses that we have there's actually like kind of the one sense that we have that most people don't most people don't register as a sense is uh, the feeling of knowing you're being watched mm. when, and that also that's that's has more than just one thing going on the feeling of knowing that someone's watching you and you can find them but the the other thing is it's there's something about why humans have light around our eyes as opposed to like a predator a, a predator like a lion and a tiger and shit their eyes are completely like their the color part of their eyes their whole eye but like uh um something that's you know, a herbivore that's going to get eaten there. They have eyes like we do. That's why they say that we're not. Some people say we're supposed to be vegetarians because of the way our eyes are. Some people say, well, our eyes are more in the front of our head, like a predator because you, you can focus and you don't need to be aware of what's going on. But then that brings back into the feeling of being watched. Why do we know that they're watching us is because we can sense the white of their eyes. Hmm. Anytime I have ever felt like I've been watched, it starts at the base of my neck or the back of my head. It hits my ears and it's, it's like putting a hat over your head. Yeah. And I made the joke like, I can't breathe. I have a hat over my head, you know, cutting off circulation, whatever, maybe too tight. But, um, that feeling of unease that there's another presence around you, even if there is no one like on the street with you, if you're walking home alone at night, hypothetically, and it just is quiet out of nowhere, quiet as a rock, and you pick the sense up, it starts in your ear, back in the neck, everybody varies, that you're being watched. You get a cold chill around you, you're being watched by someone or something that is close by. It has its sights on you, for whatever reason, either it just sees you, they see you to see you, or they have an intent beyond that, because that is a survival instinct that yep. has been in us, and our great, 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 great ancestors, the reason why we fight, um, our teeth, how we've evolved, all of that, that is an instinct that not a lot of people have nowadays, and it's because of we're being dumbed down. Correct, correct. I like, I think we should end on that note, the idea that we, we know that we're, we're being dumbed down because we, the, we know it. We know that they're editing the books to keep us from understanding how it was. They're getting rid of certain books, um, just kind of like 1984, going in and changing things so that we don't really understand the whole truth. So... Yeah, that that's I was just daydreaming about like an old rap that I had that says something to that effect of like uh, the way they revise books and slap history on the side. Like they could change if you weren't there and they have the power to write what they want, they could really write anything and just label it history. Just be like, this is what happened. And then that's all you're going to know unless you take the time to educate yourself. That's where. There are good things to technology, too. I'm sure we'll get into the pros and cons infinitely about technology through this podcast. Because, like, this this is a pro here, you know. We have right. this technology to be able to have these conversations and educate ourselves 
independently through our phones you know we anytime we want like oh what's this guy's name what's this podcast oh you should check out this guy and then we can all learn that is one huge pro of right. technology but right. like you guys were saying people's attention spans and it's getting dumbed down like that's why a lot of like long form things like something like this some people can't appreciate because they want the clips they want the reels and just uh, hit me with the highlights. You know, right. you know they want right. to watch the highlights. They right. don't want to hear the in-depth conversation that actually sparks learning and like development. Right. Because that's what it really and, takes. And a lot of it is um, people just don't even understand. We're going to be here for a long time. There's no reason to ever stop learning. Yeah. It's just when you think you understand something, someone's going to say some new word or some shit. And, and then you have to learn all that jargon that goes with the field in which they're talking about. Right. So it, it's pretty crazy. Um, but we're hitting an hour now. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and sign the fuck off on this shit. And this, uh, well, well, right there, bam, we made some history and used the technology, like you said, and that, that's what it's all about, man. And that's what's popping. That's what's that's what's popping. <laughs> Show tonight. Come that's out. A wrap. That's what's popping. Thanks for listening, peeps.